Hello, my name is Justin, and my name is Rafi, and this is Norwegian International. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Welcome to the show. Woo! So, um, do you want to talk about what the show is about? Yeah. So, welcome, welcome. The show's as we just said is called Norwegian International, and it's a show to this re- really, really just discuss life experiences as an international student or as an international in a new town. So. For example, I am from Germany, down south near Munich, and、um, I moved to Norwich, the United Kingdom, roughly four years ago. And Justin over here, I'm from Hong Kong, and I've been in the UK, gosh, for seven years now. Oh well, this is、long. this is our last years technically in the Norwich. We're yeah, both yeah. doing university, and、uh, let me just talk a little bit about ourselves. I am doing photography in my last year, year three. And what about you? So、um, I'm a postgraduate researcher, so I'm doing my masters at the moment. I'm in my fourth year here.、Um, yeah, just to give you a little overview of background, I work on human eye eye development, so stem stem cell research, that kind of stuff. Won't go into it too much because I'll just bore you all. Yes, I'm 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 going sleepy already. I know, I know.、Um, cool. So yeah, our our producer Andre might pop up here and there on a few episodes. We'll have other guests, and we'll just. Basically, yeah, just talk about what it's like being an international.、Um, so yeah, what what shall we talk about first? What do you think is a good starting point? Can I just say Happy New Year? Oh yeah, yeah, Happy New Year, Happy bro. Happy New Year, bro. Nice. Even though we're twenty twenty four. Yeah, we're like what? It's the nineteenth today. Yeah, yeah, it is. Damn. See, I still remember New Year so clear,、mm. like cl- counting down. Yeah, and then like I can't believe it's been like nineteen, twenty days already. Yeah, I mean, tell me, but the time flies like crazy.、Exactly. Like, you know, you know that saying that's always said is when you're younger, time goes really slow. But when you, as as you get older, time flies. Like that's、yeah. that's just so true. Like, I can't believe it. I'm、uh, I'm like four months into my masters. It's crazy. I mean,、yeah. you're you're graduating this year. You're almost done with your degree. Yeah, in July I'm done technically. Yeah, graduations in July. Well, if I do pass, then yeah. Well, you will. I should will. be. I should pass. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It should be fine. Yeah, cool. Um, so let's start off. We've introduced ourselves. We've talked a little bit about ourselves. Um, well, we're talking about New Year. So, how was your、yeah. New Year? Yeah, quite good actually. Um, I was just at home with my family. It was quite nice. Um. Yeah, did the standard thing. Waited for midnight, then shot off a few fireworks, which was quite nice. We we as a family, we had a pack of twenty rockets to send up,、um, and then we just went to bed. To be honest, so you get any presents? Not for New Year's, but for Christmas. Yeah,、um, yeah, yeah. Chris, Chris, Christmas. I got quite a few presents. I mean, mainly cooking, baking stuff. I love cooking and baking, so that's kind of my jam. That's another. That's another、uh, big topic we can talk about.、Cooking. Exactly. We exactly. both love cooking. Yeah, we're both in into it, and our styles are quite different. So it's、yeah. good to like compare and stuff.、Um, yeah. No. Um. Chris. Christmas was good. Saw saw my grandparents and stuff, which was nice as well. Yeah. How was How was your Christmas and New Year? Well, Christmas I went to Switzerland to see my、uh, girlfriend. Yeah. Uh, this is my second time. In Switzerland, I gotta say I really enjoy it.、Mm. It's not as cold in the UK. No, not as cold as the UK, which、mm. is surprising to me because I thought there would be snow when I land, which happened two years ago when I went. 
But no, I had a good Christmas. Uh, I got a neck scarf and a couple of uh, just little dingly bits. Nice. Like uh, I got like a bowl from my girlfriend. Mm. Um, and in New Year's, we it was quite quiet. We did a little bit of a countdown, just me and her. And then we also made ourselves some cocktail would you call it no i wouldn't call it a cocktail well what's in it what's i made it? it um rum and apple juice that's literally the only thing we can find in the house <laughs> i mean i guess i guess you could classify it as yeah a cocktail we but. we just freestyled it on the day i, I yeah. said well you know it's new year might as well drink a little bit yeah celebrate yeah we we had some champagne right at midnight um, that's good or prosecco yeah i so that was nice. i did something really silly this christmas i mean this new year mm. i didn't know what to do to make it special yeah so i'm i'm a bit of a anime weeb as in i him. if anyone out there knows jojo damn you're you're goated <laughs> but <laughs> i was trying to play Jorno's theme mm. right when the when the clock hits and then it just goes to the chorus parts and it hits but i missed it by 10 seconds <laughs> big Just fail gotta gotta wait Epic for another fail. gotta wait another year for that yeah yeah well it only comes once a year right but um what what i really actually like about all your trips and stuff is i watch your like video blogs kind of thing you mm. you you did it quite a lot you did it when you went to japan and stuff that that was really good and i mean see, seeing it is kind of cool because it's it's just in interesting to see it through your eyes you know yeah, it's kind of weird. I okay, I gotta go a little bit back. Before taking photography as a degree, mm. I was doing chemistry, biology, and math. So all your kind of like STEM really, subjects, yeah, yeah, really like academic ones. I have always been into filmmaking, or at least just like doing YouTube or just editing videos. You know, when mm. you're young, everyone owns that one YouTube video. They make like cringe content, but I've always liked experimenting in editing. And, you know, I really like um, editing as well. And mm. I think the reason why is it gives you so much freedom. You have to do music, color grading, all that stuff. Whereas like, if you asked me 10 years ago, I would not have like considered those stuff. I would have just act on the go. Yeah, 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 yeah. See, I mean, for me per pers personally, when I like, when you go see a movie or something, I love film music. So before I actually did biomedicine as my undergrad and stuff, I always had that kind of dream to pursue film music professionally and be like someone like Hans Zimmer, John Williams, those kind of mm. big names. Because I think music, especially in films, and we'll we'll chat about this. We watched one together last night. Yeah. Um, music in films gives it just so much more meaning in a way oh yeah and i've always enjoyed that like even e even just big nature documentaries like those attenborough the nature things they have amazing music soundtracks and stuff it's really great yeah i'm telling you like in filmmaking and a lot of people who started off or you know just amateurs would not know this mm. is doesn't matter how good your quality is your camera doesn't matter how good your plot is music is I can tell you confidently 50% of what makes it up. Yeah. Uh, you can put the same scene, have different music play on, and it conveys two different or like just different atmospheres and vibes. You know, you, if I put on the horror music, 
it'll be scary if i put on the joyful music you know it'll be happy yeah but you know it's just the same guy running like doing the same scene but with two yeah 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 Yeah. i mean one of my favorite movies ever um which your girlfriend will actually like me saying this is lord lord of the rings of course um I mean, the music in that is just amazing. It's all it's all really amazing, but the music of the Lord of the Rings is like mm. a really OG. I mean, you know I'm a massive fan. I have a poster in my room and everything. Yes. I have the ring. Yes. Um, and, I mean, your girlfriend's a fan as well, I'd say. Yeah, I'm not a big of a fan. I... I watch anime. Yeah. But, like, I don't get me wrong. I like, I like TV shows as well, but anime is more of my thing. Yeah, and I mean, on on the topic of anime, we watch a, well, I mean, we we chatted about this a bit last night. It's not really anime, but we watch a, a movie by the um, Ghibli studio, um, yeah. the boy boy and the heron. Boy and the heron, yes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Brand um, new movie. Yeah, I've been telling people. I say I like watching anime, but I don't think Studio Ghibli is anime. Anime. You could call it anime, but I would recognize it as animation more. It took me some time to convince Raph to watch. Yeah, it did. It did. I mean, I I remember initially, I'm like, uh, not really my thing. I don't know. Um, but then at some point, I mean, you you just said you gave me a call to convince me, and that wasn't even needed. I I, I was just like, okay, let's go, let's yeah. do it. Might as well try something new, you know. Um, and I think trying something new is def definitely. A philosophy we have is in internationals again bringing that whole yeah, yeah. topic back to the top topic of this podcast like trying something new is def definitely something we all do on a day-to-day basis um but yeah no i'm i must say i really did enjoy the movie more than i thought i would it was a bit all over the place if yeah. if you get what i mean there wasn't a like concrete storyline to it yeah. i mean there was a story and i could follow it but Again, I mean, for me, first time seeing that kind of movie, first time really watching something that's dubbed, um, uh, subbed, I mean, yeah. sorry. Um, and being in a different language, not knowing that language, I mean, it, so um, Boy Boy and the Heron is in Japanese, and we saw it with English subtitles, and I mean, yeah. you speak some Japanese, or you're pretty good mm, in Japanese. Yeah. Um, so I guess for you, the experience is a bit different for me, because I was constantly needing to read the dialogue so i well, could no. get what's going on basically. i i i read all the dialogue as well okay uh it, it's easier for me because if there is like japanese text on screen then you know the chinese and me kind of be able to read it because if people don't know in japanese it made up it, it's made up of three different sets of alphabet mm. there's a hiragana there's the katakana and then there's also kanji Kanji is essentially Chinese words. Okay. You just sub it, like, you just sub it in, and then it, it kind of is like, it's like a one word that makes up uh, a couple of, you know, letters. But yeah. you just sum it up as one character. So when you read it and see it, it's a lot easier to, you know, just go through instead of making a whole, you know, long line. Yeah. yeah. It's kind of hard to explain what, but, you know, once you, ex- once you understand the concept, it's quite easy. But as a Cantonese, you know, as a Chinese, it's it's like my language already. So yeah, it's really yeah. funny. I can read a sentence, right? I can mm. I know how to say I know I know how to read hiragana katakana. But when it comes to kanji, I don't know how it's pronounced. 
but I know what it means. Okay. okay Whereas yeah, yeah, yeah. the other way around with the hiragana katakana is I know how to read it out, but I have no idea what it means. Okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Fair enough. So, you know, one time this summer I was in Japan and well, my, my girlfriend came as well, Elise. She came as mm. well. We were in Shinjuku Station, which is kind of one of the more famous stations. I mm. don't know if you have you heard of it. No, no, no. I yeah, so Shinjuku Station has it's one of the busiest stations in the in the world, I think. Okay, okay. And it's kind of cool actually, because I I don't exactly know the number, but like there's about fifteen plus exits from oh, that wow. station. Okay. Yeah. And one time we were, I think we were gonna catch a separate train, but. On Google Maps, it said we only have four minutes to catch that train, like Ooh, just to transfer. Oh yeah. yeah it's and I'm quick, telling you, if you're a Jujutsu Kaisen fan out there, you weebs, <laughs> <laughs> you know that there's about, I don't know, there's so many different levels just for that train station, mm. underground even. Like, yeah, yeah. So I was able to read our Northeast Southwest. Okay. Because, you know, they do it in kanjis. But yeah, yeah. if you're an English-speaking person who doesn't know kanji, you're, you're screwed. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You're, you're you absolutely screwed. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, I mean, I think I'd be screwed in that oh, situation. Yeah. I mean, I, I tried learning Japanese a bit once because um, my, my best friend from back home, I went to an international school and I met him there. He's he's also Japanese. And so we'd, we'd always been talking about doing a Japan trip together. So I'm mm. like, okay, fine, I'll... I'll try and learn a few words here and there, just try and get a gist of it. So, yeah, yeah, it's weird as a for, foreigner to go to Japan and only speak a few words, but at least I'm putting in a bit of the effort, you know. Yeah. And so it's always good to you know try. Yeah, yeah exactly. I, I I was trying, but at some point I just gave up mainly because it was so new to me that it was really hard to pick up. Yeah, and I I I wasn't doing it as consistently as I like to. Mm. And then also there's a thing with um I used do Duolingo the app one oh, of yeah. the biggest like Good old speech green app bird. the green bird yeah um but like I mean not to not to like badmouth Duolingo yeah, yeah. but I think for language learning there are other things that are more useful more more like better for certain situations like for yeah. for for example I have a friend who's learned German with that and he's learning the randomest phrases and stuff which you never really really use um the reason why duolingo is around is because it's such a big meme now yeah <laughs> that's yeah, what it i is, think it, it is. is it's just a meme there's a few people that just are obsessed with like the duolingo streaks of doing something oh, yeah. every day and it's like it's crazy some i know some people that have like 500 days or something streak yeah I just crazy yeah i can't be asked yeah, yeah and See, I, I mean busy lives anyway so like there's so much like online free resources to learn from out there. Mm. And yeah, on the topic of learning Japanese, definitely learn the alphabet first. Yeah. Don't jump ahead and say, oh, learn the kanji because I have to. Don't, just learn the alphabet first. Yeah. yeah. And it'll, is, it'll make it easier. This is kind of a, this is kind of a unpopular opinion as well because I actually suggest you learn katakana. Because they're basically, I'm, okay, don't quote me on this, but to me, katakana is more of like emphasis on English names. Mm -hmm. So for example, if I say Starbucks, they would write Starbucks and Starbucks. Okay. Something okay. like that. Or yeah, McDonald's. Yeah. McDonald's, ah, whatever. 
Yeah, yeah. But no. you know, they would always yeah. write it in katakana. So if you go on a restaurant and you see katakana and you read it out, it basically spells out an English word for you to understand. Mm. Yeah, it's more. It's easy. Uh, yeah, as you said, it's easy to understand. So I guess yeah, that helps. Okay. Yeah. Cool, cool tip. Cool tip. Yeah. I mean, who knows? I might start up again. Go to Japan. <laughs> I really, I really don't want to go to Japan. It's on my list of places I, I want to go. Um, and I mean, I, th- I think Japan is really nice if you kind of know your way around. Yeah. Like you do. Um, but that's why I want to go with my friend because he's from Tokyo, so he yeah. know he knows his way around and he knows the good spots basically. So yeah. if I go with him, I have a bit of a guide there. But then at the same time, it's not like I'm just paying him for a tour or something it's yeah. more like we're we're going there as friends i think i keep telling people this i said go to asia once in mm. your life you have to i you know i come from asia I, again not to bad mouth stuff but i came here for seven years maybe i maybe i haven't got you know the gist of the whole europe mm. and you know i haven't get the full authentic experience but coming here for seven years comparing i kind of miss home i i mean yeah it's natural to miss home yeah but yeah exactly i think i'm ready to just go back home and settle down for a while and maybe just continue living there because i know a lot of people like lots of international students from hong kong especially mm-hmm. they come here they find a job they settle you know and because it's such a normal thing to do uh i don't like to get into politics and i don't want to be involved with but you know hong kong is kind of in an bit of a crisis when it comes to mm. politics but if you don't care you're fine yeah, okay. I, yeah, yeah, yeah i i don't care like as as long as there's good food i'm there <laughs> <laughs> yeah food, food's good food's good yeah yeah no i i think i'll go back you yeah because i don't want to be away from my family as well yeah i do get that and, and i mean that's part of the reason why i've applied for PhDs and jobs and stuff back home or close to home or at least in Ger- in Germany because it cuts down on travel time. Like the furthest I'd be away is a few hours versus now it's like I'm in a different country. I need to get at least a plane somewhere. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. Um, and even though planes nowadays, they're they don't take forever. They're frequent and they're fast. Yeah, yeah they're frequent and they're fast, but it's still, it's still that like physical separation oh, yeah. of like a body of water for example where we are in, in the uk we're on an island like it's it's not like where we can drive i mean okay there's a train now because yeah. of the euro tunnel and stuff but um yeah it's it's nice to be closer to home like totally get that yeah i mean for me it's 14 12 hours to 14 hours of plane mm. that's still like a huge separation it's literally the other side yeah. of the earth yeah, yeah exactly so going home each time because or for you i think you would go home each holiday yeah i did yeah i did so for me i would only go home summer Mm. just summer because um first of all cost effective wise you know three months yeah yeah, it adds up and then yeah but then again like for for christmas i don't think it's worth it i've got a job like i'm not not job i've got work to do from a uni here i can just stay here instead of traveling Mm. because that's what like seven hours of jet lag to come like just to battle and then like just lots of stuff to go through as well like one uh when it was covid years yeah i went home three separate times for hong kong okay and we implemented this uh kind of quarantine thing so we have to be 
the first time I went, it was 14 days in the hotel. Yeah. And get, you cannot leave. Okay. I literally have like a tracking bracelet on my arm. Oh, really? Okay. Wow. That you seems know. like you're kind of in like a prison kind of yeah, scenario. Yeah, pretty much. Yeah. Um, you cannot leave the hotel. Food is really bad. Mm. So most of the time, like you're going to have to order food up. Yeah. yeah. Uh, the second time I had was seven days because it was calming down. But then I swear the hotel was so bad. Like the first time I stayed in a hotel, it was good. Mm. Mm. But then there was like an ant infestation. Oh, so oh. all my dried foods the next morning, I woke oh, no. up to one yeah. covered with ants. Yeah, yeah. And I can't do anything about no, no, it. No, no, no. It's gone. The, the, yeah. Not even that, because the cleaners can't come in to take care of it. Oh, yeah. Okay. yeah. So I have to deal with it myself. Mm. And then I lastly, I did 21 days. I did not leave my room for 21 days in the hotel. That's quite long, man. It. It is mentally challenging. Yeah, def- definitely. I mean, I completely get that. Because you are not seeing human interaction for 21 days. But, you know, I took my time. I, I, I filmed another kind of a vlog thing. I call it 20, what? Sounds of Quarantine. Mm. It's on my YouTube. I kind of filmed like kind of like a little, what, like diary thing of each day. Yeah. Just like things going on. And pretty much it's kind of boring really so like you're forced in this little room so you know you really have to force your creativity out to try and create stuff it was a 40 minute video in total for 21 mm. days so not a lot from each day yeah yeah but, yeah you know, but i mean yeah i mean covid was a was a pretty tough time on a lot mm. of people i mean a lot of people were in isolation a lot like i mean so my my year group, I started twenty twenty. I, I started like right before the first big lockdown and before that whole thing happened. Um, I was quite for, fortunate actually because I was able to fly home in the first year in November. Yeah. Um, right right before they closed the borders and stuff. So I'm glad I got to spend some more time at home. But um, one thing that I think really helped me over COVID is um. Me and my group of friends from back home, we'd, mm. we'd like hop on a Discord call every Friday or something and just chat. And yeah. l- like like we are doing now, basically, just, just chat about life, um, play some games together, um, yeah, see see how everyone was doing. And that really brought us together as a friend group as well, because we'd know every Friday we'd just have someone to chat to. Yeah, It's quite nice um, mm. to have. I remember when UK did the green... Like the you know the yellow green red yeah the com- amber different countries yeah, 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 yeah that thing yeah yeah, yeah. And I remember uh, in year one this is when me and Elise haven't got together yet okay we went our separate ways mm. for Christmas because you know we went back home I I went back to Hong Kong as well mm. but you know over 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 the holidays I actually kind of confessed to her mm. and she did she said yes cute. But then we were so excited to see each other because like, oh, I bought this day for this flight and then to go back home, blah, 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 blah. But then I remember at the time, UK was still banning people from flying in, I think. Or either that or there was just some reason where we keep having to delay the time to fly mm-hmm. back. Yeah. So every time I heard that news, I'm like, oh, my God, it packs a punch. Yeah, yeah. COVID was five years ago now, man. Jeez. 
It, yeah, I I think it was like first discovered late 2019 or something like that. Yeah, I remember, I remember so. that. Yeah, and now it's 2024. So five years. Five years. Yeah. That's so far. Away. And it feel it feels like it was like last year. Exactly. But no, I mean, yeah, time flies. Mm. A bit of a controversial. Mm? My producer is sweating right now. <laughs> no, um. I think everyone should wear a mask. Like in in general. Yeah, especially when the it was um, like when it was like really bad. Yeah, yeah. I mean, I'm I'm completely on that side. Yeah, because I know a lot of people who say, especially in the UK, like they're saying, "Oh, don't wear masks. They're suffocating," and they say stuff like, "Oh, I want freedom," I you know stuff like all the Americans, I think. Mm, mm. But. Like, to me, since I'm brought up from, <clears throat> with like a more, I don't know how to say it. It's like, we've been through this scenario in Hong Kong with SARS back in 2003. Yeah, yeah exactly. So everyone has that kind of concept of, you know, or what's the word? Hygiene. Yeah, yeah. You know, and mask culture, like wearing a mask, has been a thing. Even though it's not a pandemic. Yeah, yeah. Um... Like, even if you have a cold, you go to school, you wear a mask, and that's just it. So it's just yeah. I mean, I've I've always worn my mask, and in the whole COVID time, I never got COVID, or at least I never tested Test, positive. Yeah. Me neither. Um, which is still crazy because a lot of my friends and a lot of my my family even got COVID, and like yeah, I was I was at home. I think I think I was like currently out out with my friends, and then my parents did a test, and oh no, I was I was on a hike with my best friends in the Alps, um, and then my my parents went to this concert or something in yeah. Munich, got back, tested positive for COVID, and I was supposed to like yeah stay at home right so we we had to have this whole separation stuff because mm. they didn't want to give it to me right when i was flying back and stuff so yeah and I, I i never got it which is still i'm i'm i must say i'm kind of prou- proud of that because there's not many people that yeah five COVID. years yeah and to this day my friends still get covid yeah yeah covid is still a thing and yeah. it it's it's going to become something like the common cold the flu kind of thing yeah. um and that that's just a reality we'll never have a complete cure it's just going to be there and we know how to live with it how many jabs did you get i got three i got four you got four okay. yeah i'm gonna b- become superman at one point <laughs> do you do you do you believe that micro tracker no bs hey if they want to track me it's on my id yeah i mean <laughs> if, even phones we all carry phones with yeah, us exactly. nowadays it's like they're so much easier than to make up a vaccine that has a micro tracker that then is in your arm it, it makes no sense all all those covid like yeah pe- stop the pe- conspiracy people that believe that is just a bit strange you see it's it's an in- interesting topic my uncle actually um so in interesting topic and i want to see what you like mm-hmm. think about this whole thing but basically so my uncle my mom's brother um he and his wife never got vaccinated for covid and they're not they're not well they are a bit like anti-vax in general but here's the reason so my my aunt has ms um which is like a genetic disease okay um which basically causes like 
breakdown of muscles and yeah. neuro neurodegenerative kind of complications um and so she has a mess but they both are convinced that that came from a vaccine and as a scientist i must say like that's not possible yes vaccines some sometimes are like a weakened part of the virus or whatever but what she has is genetic and cannot be caused by bacteria or whatever so that makes no sense but they're basing everything they know on that fact and so that's why they didn't get well, like vaccinated for covid or something like that people believe what they want to believe like yeah you know sometimes it's the same thing as like being superstitious yeah i i get that but at the same time i mean when there's enough evidence to show that something is not due to the vaccine due to a vaccine or it's genetic or whatever context that might be in mm. at least i'd i'd think to myself okay well there's evidence there's a lot of evidence that shows that it's not yeah caused by a vaccine and that it is genetic so maybe i'm in the wrong but no they they never got vac- vaccinated and stuff see um I, this again this is another like controversial thing mm. Asians are such a collective, you know, group. Yeah. Uh, it's, lo- it's, I don't want to say, you, you kind of get judged if you don't wear a mask. It's kind of that, especially like in Japan okay. and Hong Kong, you know, these, these are kind of serious. Yeah. I mean, in, in Japan, you see loads of pictures of people with masks. Yeah. And they, stuff they still wear yeah. masks now. Yeah, yeah. Even though it's completely, you know, okay for not wearing masks but you know they just see you as like uh in japan they don't want you to i think to stick out okay and i think there's definitely this culture as well in hong kong it's like Mm. everyone just wants to carry on the day you don't want to mess other people up because like that means you're the what the bad egg is that what they say yeah yeah i think i think that is a british saying you're correct (laughs) damn (laughs) i'm blending in (laughs) yeah exactly but no like there is definitely that factor of you know, if you trying to single out and you trying to pop your head out, then, you know, you're just going to be judged upon. Yeah. So it's that kind of peer pressure. But I think that is a good thing, in my opinion. As bad as it sounds, I think this kind of peer pressure from the general public encourages people to wear masks. Yeah, and- I mean, I get that. What I what I am absolutely against and what I think happens a lot is the miss the spread of misinformation through media a bunch oh, yeah, a lot of the times yeah. i mean we see in the u.s dare i mention trump yeah and stuff like that um you know what screw it we're controversial go for it <laughs> cool Whoa. um yeah so we've talked about covid we've talked about what this podcast is about um let's well we have talked talked about the movie we watched um i want to talk about summer how was your summer summer Last summer, that's ages ago, man. It's what? How many months has it been? Why am I looking at my fucking phone? <laughs> it's January now. Okay. Summer is like four months ago. Technically, yeah, four months ago. Four or five months ago, yeah. Yeah. Well, uh, okay. Before before I started my master's, so I mean, I graduated. So that was in July. Back back in July, I graduated. Ooh. Yeah, I'm a, I have a bachelor's in biomedicine now uh-huh yeah um yeah no, summer we, summer we do have good. a live audience <laughs> <laughs> yeah sure completely okay back to summer yeah um so my summer was 
decent. I mean, so yeah, I graduated in July, um, got my bachelor's, which was quite nice. And then, um, what did I do? I went on a hike. Um, so I've, I've done this thing for the past three, four years now, um, where me and my two best friends from school back in Germany, we, um, book a three to five day hiking trip in the Alps where we go basically from hut to hut. And it's always one of the trips I look forward to most. I love nature. I'm I'm that type of guy. Um, and so, yeah, I did that with them in September, shortly before coming back here for my master's. Um, and I mean, it. there's something about just you and your two best friends being on the trail the in boys. the middle of the Alps, yeah, with the boys. Um, or, well, at this point, um, I was still together with my ex, Rose. Um, yeah, okay. I mean, mm. yeah, so she, she came on the hike, actually. She, she came to Germany, visited me, came on the hike. Mm. Um, so it was the boys and my girlfriend, or my ex. <laughs> the boys and the girls. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, exactly, exactly, the boys and girls. Um, but yeah, no, it was, it was really nice, really relaxing. It was exactly what I needed after three years of biomedicine. Yeah, yeah. How how was how was your summer? Mine was completely the opposite of yours. <laughs> yeah, completely. Went back to Hong Kong. Elise came over as well. Yeah. So great summer. Um, we did a lot of activities. We went to Japan. That's one of the best highlights I've had. Mm. Um, are you ready for a long story? Of what let's go. Let's okay. go. So let's talk about Hong Kong first. Okay, Hong Kong. When Elise came. Yeah. There was a giant typhoon hitting us. Oh, wow. Yeah. So oh, yeah, you, you mentioned that earlier. Yeah, his yeah. flight got delayed. And just so, just so you know, this is her first time coming to Asia. Mm. You know, fulfilling her wish. Yeah. There was a giant typhoon as, you know, just hit on the same day she was supposed to fly. She flew and then she tried to land. She was in, you know, the Hong Kong area. We were tracking yeah, yeah. her flight like three to four times a day. And the thing is, I've been to the airport three to four separate times and we were still not being, like we weren't able to pick her up because it hasn't landed yet. Oh, oh. so so the plane just circled basically. So it circled once, tried to land it again and then it failed. And Mm. then she was telling me, oh, the the captain was telling us that we're going to Taipei. I'm like, what? Okay. That's that's crazy. Yeah. So she flew to Taipei uh, collected all their passports because you know you're not meant to. You, they checked into a hotel. Thank God yeah. that's free. But she, you know, it's it's kind of scary being alone and then you're suddenly to another different country. Yeah. Um, wasn't given dinner the first night. And the next day they had like lunch and like, yeah and stuff. But I thought the next day they were gonna fly early morning. Mm. Oh, I was wrong. They flew at eight p.m. that night. So the next day, 8 yeah, p.m. 8 oh, wow, p.m. Wow. at night. So, so they basically had a whole day to wait. Yeah, and they didn't do like they they didn't even have. I don't think they had. They even had their luggage. Mm. That's how bad it was. So oh, you wow. can't even change. Yeah, yeah. So you know, and then she flew at eight. Finally came to Hong Kong, and we picked her up at about what like eleven ish. Mm. And then um, Yun Long is where I kind of live. Okay. I just exposed where I live. <laughs> um. And, you know, lots of good food around there. And this is another thing I want to talk about in a future episode. It's just the, mm. the difference in, like, food and uh, shops yeah, yeah, and just yeah. environment. But 
I'll just say it really briefly. Uh, stuff in Hong Kong generally open a lot, lot, lot later than what Europe does. Because mm. from what I know, most shops in Europe close at about five or six or seven. Yeah. Am I right? Around that, yeah. In yeah. the UK, it's like four to five, which yeah. is, you know, one of the culture shocks when I came here. I mean, I mean, I think that's a bit Norwich specific, but Norwich yeah. is like, say say you were in London, shops would yeah. still be open later. Fair. But in, in Norwich, just because it's so small. Yeah things close early true yeah fair anyways um we went to this like congee place for anyone who doesn't know what congee is it's basically porridge practically okay. mm. it's just like rice cooked to a more with more water and, yeah. yeah so we had some congee we had some like cheng fun which is like rice rolls mm. popular hong kong dish and it hits the spot because you know you've just been for a long day yeah fly down and then practically you don't know what to do and you just eat a good meal after such a long time yeah went back home the next day it was her birthday oh wow just okay. the next day it was her birthday we went out cycling to meet my friend up we had uh, what we called yam cha mm. so yam cha directly translates to drinking tea okay but what it is is Chinese cuisine and you basically sit down and you order a piece of paper mm. and you just like take off whatever dim sum you want and dim sum are these like small little dishes that you have usually you share them they come in the bamboo cages, like the, oh, yeah, you know yeah, what yeah, I mean. Yeah, yeah. yeah there's like the dump, bamboo dumpling kind of. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, and um, we had a big meal because mm. I just want to, you know, I want her to be full. Obviously, yeah, of you know, it's her birthday, and we just went around town and explored a bit. And uh, after a while, I brought her around. I feel like a tourist myself that trip. Yeah, yeah. I was bringing her to do as much tourist stuff as possible. Yeah, yeah, of, of course. I mean, with her first time there, that's kind of yeah what she'd expect and i was really happy to be able to show her around you know Mm. um and came japan i haven't been to japan what in one or two years Mm. i know to me i know i know it sounds like a first world problem thing (laughs) but i swear to you i go to japan pretty much each year it's the same equivalent as you guys traveling to different europe different parts of europe yeah because it's so close say me me going on my skin trip every year with my family exactly yeah yeah but because like you know asia is kind of close as well i can go to japan it's just yeah. a five hour flight for me and that's okay. still kind of long for some maybe you guys but yeah yeah we landed <clears throat> it's i think it hasn't hit her yet because like she was still kind of like phased out from the whole you know, typhoon thing yeah so went to japan we landed in tokyo i see i went to tokyo so many times but you know, for the sake of her, I just thought, okay, we'll just do Tokyo, Kyoto, Osaka, and Hakone, mm. which is the more popular areas to visit, more touristy. Yeah. Um, I'm confident that, you know, she liked it a lot. Consumerism there is amazing. Yeah. She likes her Korean skincare, and, you know, you can buy so much there. Yeah. Fair. That's another thing I want to talk about, it's just prices. Oh my god, everything there is so cheap. Yeah, yeah, we'll 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 chat about that in a future yeah. episode. So we went to Japan, had so much food. Uh, I'm surprised I did not gain weight. Cause you you didn't gain weight I that whole trip. I did not gain a single kilogram. Oh wow! And it's not because bad. all it's so hot. It's summer, mm. and I guarantee you, you would sweat within the first five minutes you step out of the house. Oh wow! Okay, it's because yeah. of how humid it is. Yeah, yeah, that makes sense. Uh. So I was also chasing the train a lot of the time. So I technically ran a lot. Mm. And there are instances where I woke up at 6, 5 a.m., 6 a.m. just mm. to go to somewhere to queue up. 
before yeah. the, the shops or like restaurants even open. That's how much of a fighter I am. Yeah. And, but uh, I'm not going to go into too much detail. Mm. Overall, we pretty much went cheap, expensive, cheap, expensive, you know. Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, it is quite an expensive trip, I got to say. Uh, to some people, no, but to some people, yes, because I think we spend about maximum three thousand pounds. Mm, okay, but you know we were saving. Yeah, I mean, to to some people that is yeah. quite a lot of money. I th- I think we we come from a very privileged standpoint exactly, to be able yeah. to afford that kind of stuff. But uh, oh, three thousand pounds is all inclusive. Yeah, like flights as well, accommodation, oh, okay, okay, like okay. food and travel, everything three thousand okay, pounds okay. with with like uh, more to spend. So. Because mm. we were saving up practically for the whole year. Yeah, yeah, we I, I, I remember. Yeah, yeah. We were scraping the pot at that point, but I told her, I said, "Hey, well, you know, it seems like it's very bad now, but when you go there, you're gonna look at yourself and you'll be like, okay, this is so worth it that we, you know, saved so much money for this.' Mm. So, we, I, I told her, I said, you know, I want to be able to spend fuck all with the mindset of you know fuck all, but, mm. and that's what we did. And I had so much money left like, yeah. after the trip as well. Yeah. I'm not too big of a buyer when it comes to shopping. Mm. I shop for very specific stuff Yeah, if I wanted. Um, but yeah, we tried a lot of food that she never tried. I had a lot. I had an amazing food trip. Mm. Um, went back to Hong Kong and then just, you know, done another amazing, done some an, another, like more amazing activities. And then the day she, like, just a week or even a couple of days before she's meant to fly, yeah, another typhoon hit. Oh, my God. <laughs> the well, luck. Like, it was typhoon, but it was, like, what we call... So, we have different rain signals. We yeah, have, like, yeah. Re- uh, amber, red, and then black. Okay, yeah. We had black. Which is the worst. The worst. Yeah, yeah, wow. Like, parking lots were flooded. To the point wow. where you can see cars floating on the road. That's how bad it was. And yeah, yeah. according to the you know scientists and stuff, well, I don't know what you call them. Uh, they basically said that this is it hasn't been that strong of a rain since 100 years ago. Oh wow! So that's pretty crazy. Yeah, I, yeah, I yeah, was cycling. Really crazy. I was cycling the day after. Stupid decision. <laughs> I, I mean, was cycling the day <laughs> floods. after. There's a there's a little road beside where I live. Yeah. Where it's like a little river and there's like fish in there. And since it was so heavy, like the whole road was just covered in water. Oh, wow. Yeah. yeah. And I was cycling. You can practically... My... my sh- what do you... No, my ankles. Is it my... Yeah, my ankles were just... You know, it was... The water level was up to my ankle. Mm. We were just cycling. It felt like a Studio Ghibli scene to me. Because I was cycling, there was like fish swimming beside me. Yeah, yeah. It was so magical. Yeah, that that does sound pretty cool. I mean, yeah. <laughs> it did feel like, you know, you know how you went to, you go to Disney and yeah, you go, yeah. to, go to that tar, Tarzan boat ride oh, yeah, thing. Yeah, yeah, exactly. That's exactly yeah. how I felt at the time. <laughs> nice. It yeah. was amazing. But then, you know, Elise left. Um, yeah. And then I met her in Switzerland in this christmas yeah nice nice cool so successful summer nice summer oh hell yeah best summer and i'm sure it's all in a vlog on your youtube channel that will take me a year to edit <laughs> yeah i mean it, it it is a quite long trip but it will at some point probably come it will it? it will and yeah. i've done one giant fat vlog before which mm. is two hours long but yeah. that's just my preference i prefer long content rather yeah, than yeah. short 
Oh, again, we have so many topics to talk about. I do yeah. not like it. You know, there's a there is a lot to talk about <laughs> on future episodes, and I I think I think that's what's gonna make this podcast really mm. good. Be it because even if we have guests and stuff, oh, we'll yeah. have a third opinion, or our yeah. if when when and if our producer is gonna join us, um, yeah. we have another opinion. So. Yeah. Um, I think that's what's really going to make this podcast shine be because we're really we're both friends with so many people from different cultures yeah and comparing that is really what this podcast is about right just, so just, it's just us two as well it's just that big of much that much of a contrast yeah exactly and yet we're really good friends yeah. i mean we've we've known each other since who said we're good friends <laughs> <laughs> yeah sure sure i'm just kidding sure, no. I, I love you i love you love you too bro <laughs> no homo though <laughs> yeah yeah no i mean yeah this 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 podcast i think is gonna go to great heights and is gonna really take off and mm. give some good insights to different cultures and yeah we'll 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 have some episodes just us two talking about our differences we have some guests on the show um yeah it'll be just really really good and we, we we might even find a few people that have spent their whole life here in norwich and see what they have to say and stuff norwich is a very small town i think we we've went and the entire episode without telling people what norwich is yeah true we we, sh- we should probably explain yeah so norwich, norwich. is in the Norwich is basically in the UK. What what direction is it? It's northeast, so um, two hours away from London, two hours northeast of London. How I like to explain Norwich is if you look at a map and you look at the UK, you see that kind of like bit that sticks out, which I like to call the pregnant belly, like a belly as if there was a baby in it. Norwich is like right in the center of that, so mm. um, that's a good way to remember where it we is. We are very close to the sea. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, it's like half an hour train ride or exactly, something. Exactly. Yeah. Um, yeah. Norwich There's is a great lot place. of seafood. Yeah, Norwich is a great place. I loved it. Yeah, I mean, Norwich is good. I think in moderation. I'm, I'm looking forward to moving on, but I'm also sad to move on because I've made a lot of great friends and great memories here in Norwich. Yeah. But yeah, I mean, I guess we'll chat more in future episodes and we'll have Ooh. more topics. Wow, what a, what an episode already. Yeah, wow, well, yeah. Um, let's conclude the episode there and um, wish you all a good night. Thanks everyone for tuning in. Yeah, thank you for tuning in. Be sure to follow our podcast for updates mm-hmm. and we'll hopefully do one of these episodes per week, I think we said. Probably, yeah. Um, we'll see how, how it fits into our schedule. Again, we've got so much to fit in. Yeah, exactly. So, Thank you. Bye-bye. Thank you. Bye.